0: Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by the
1: cast. Lush, yes, yes, yes. Hey, now I am so pumped, Daniel. I'm so ready, ready. WrestleMania 11. Let's get it, boy. Let's do it. What do you think, Wait, man? WrestleMania 11. I thought we were doing WrestleMania 9. Uh oh. No.
0: no, I'm just kidding. We're doing WrestleMania oh 11. 1995. I peed. I just I wanted peed to give KG a little bit of a heart attack. No, no now got we gotta right. take
1: a break. I gotta clean up. I have this pee everywhere. I peed myself. Before
0: we do, before we do, before you let you go ahead and sop up some of that
1: right. that, that
0: liquid gold. Um, how was? Uh, did you get any feedback on last week's double episode whammy?
1: I got so much feedback. Let me tell you, my phone was smoking. It just was like oh my uh, god. And actually my, my uh my ringtone is actually hey now. So it's hey now hey now hey now hey now No, 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 no no no. It blew up. I didn't get to read any of the feedbacks. So I hope you have some feedback. I didn't get to read any. I, I'm still waiting it's corona, you can't go to the the iPhone store or whatever. So I don't know. It, so much feedback from so two episodes people's mind where they well, just, Their minds were blown.
0: I, I think mean. that the uh, the first episode of, of the two was definitely hit. The second episode, not so much. Sorry about not the technical so difficulties. Yeah. And I got buried for having a terrible list, apparently, of the worst champions. So you were correct, and I was wrong.
1: Well, uh, I'm usually... I'm just going to go
0: ahead and let you, ha- you guys have this Let me, have, okay. my let me have my I am Mr. Know-it-all, but I will, I will concede. I, p- On okay, a rare this, occasion. This, right, this is what it is. I made occasion. my list improperly. That's, that's the problem. I made the but, list wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, tell us more. Uh, uh, explain. Explain. So,
0: okay. Judging by the feedback, I should have just ranked it as in like the worst championship reigns, like the way you did it. But I did it based on like my own personal feelings too. So, right.
1: Which you gotta weigh that in though. I don't blame yeah. you. I mean, you got. You. It, it's just you gotta. It's a. Uh, you know. You can't go too far in though. You can't go. You can't go solely in. You were. You were kind of on that. I kind of got that feeling, too, like a little bit way in there. I was like, he's going all full on, just all on his heart. You got to weigh it all in. I weighed I, weighed I was trying in. to do both. I really was. I mean, yeah. I was trying. You know, sometimes but... when you're Mr. Know-it-all, you just you forget, you know? <laughs> Let me have this one, Daniel. Let me all just one. Right, I'll, I'll give it to one you, guys. But I got a brand new microphone, so
0: hopefully it won't sound like poo-poo anymore.
1: Oh, and everybody yell. will be happy. I got,
0: I got nice, like, in ear monitors here. I do yell, I yell wow. a lot, but I also have a system that's set up here to where it should auto-adjust. So if I start to yeah. yell, it should, the microphone should try to help me out, which is, you know, that's what I need. I really need someone trying to help me out. So, yeah, yeah, I'm an yeah. aggressive guy. Yeah. But speaking of aggressive, the WWF was not aggressive in 1995, aggressive. they were kind of like frosted flakes. But let's get into it. It is 25 years ago in WrestleMania season. It's 1995. It's WrestleMania 11. Man, let's just dive right in here, dude. The intro yeah, package man. was super new generation. Um, yeah. I I loved that. Uh, I really love that 90s theme song. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that.
1: That's, that's oh, so yeah. good.
0: It's a great song. Oh, I absolutely
1: yeah. love it. One of my favorites. One of my favorites, man. Yeah, this is this is like, this is my era. This is yeah. my time in wrestling i mean it doesn't get much better than this but it actually does i say that but no it does get better than this but we'll get to that but this 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 time in wrestling is like this is my uh you know so much nostalgia yeah this is my childhood nostalgia Dude, classic WrestleMania theme though. And then also, I think they use that theme for Linda McMahon later on down the road at one point, which is fu- funny. Um, yeah, true. dude. And then they do the whole little. They go over every Mania. They do WrestleMania oh, yeah. one. Yeah. WrestleMania All the way to two. eleven.
0: Could you imagine them trying to do something like that now? It's like the whole oh. pre- intro package would just yeah. be like. It's so ah,
1: crazy. Like that's. Yeah, it's like it's weird. You know, WrestleMania eleven. I remember thinking like. At the time, wow, we're like so, we've had so many WrestleManias, but you're yeah. right, they were able to go over. But then it's so funny, like this is '95, WCW is just starting, but yeah. this is like a dip in wrestling. WWE's dealt with the uh, the whole steroid thing. They're probably I don't know if they're still going on with it or this is right after, but either way, this is like they're not. It's not 1989 anymore, 1988 anymore. This is not the peak of Hulkamania. Right. Ogan's not there anymore. It's like, this is a down... T- they're in Connecticut, like, Hartford, Connecticut. Like, what a weird place to have WrestleMania. And then, like, they're... Cel- you could just tell they're, like, overly doing the celebrity thing. We just... And then... It, it, yeah, the the celebrity thing. Pamela Anderson, A-list. A-list celebrity. Mm-hmm. The only other A-list is Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but he's a kid. And he's, he's a child. He's, he's an actual 13, child, yeah. He's 13, but he looks like he's seven. So yeah. either way, he's like 13 five or nothing. seven, but like you, you're only two Pamela Anderson. Great get like, that's a great get by WWE. A-list. Great get. <laughs> 95 dude. Oh, no, she's yeah. like the most, like she's the the most all popular. Cylinders.
0: All cylinders. Yeah.
1: Popular female celebrity of all in 1995. There's nobody popular in Pamela. So that's great. Like you, you, yeah. you can't knock that. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I mean, it's only because that's the only A-list they can get, and then they go to Jenny McCart McCartney, but she's still not really A-list. McCarthy, and yet. McCarthy, McCartney, McCarthy, whatever. I, exactly. Thank you for my point. At this point, MTV, um, whatever it's called. I love that show. Um, singled out. What? Singled out. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. Did Did you like that? Did you like that show? Yeah, I used I love to you. love that
0: show. She's like, she's a, she's an amazing woman.
1: No, but did you watch Singled Out? Not really. Like, the, didn't oh uh, with, like you have to step the step down it was like a dating thing yeah, where they yeah, stepped down yeah, yeah totally a work like it wasn't real but it was just i used to love that and i was like probably oh it was 100 a work yeah but yeah. i used to love that but then they get nick Totoro from nypd blue like what <laughs> and then i mean saw, that show was massive at the time but what Nick Totoro, really? Like, I don't. And he was like,
0: he was almost like, uh, it's it was almost like he worked there. He wasn't even like a special guest. It was like yeah. he was the backstage It was really strange. Working harder
1: than anybody on the show. Dude, he was.
0: I was about to say, like, he got, he probably got a pretty good payday.
1: And then they showed Salt and Pepper at the beginning, and then you never saw him again. And then LT's All Pro Team, which you also well, appreciate. so they
0: did a song. They did a song, yeah, but they yeah. just it on the network.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because they don't want to um, pay licensing fees for it. They don't want to play it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, dude, I was in love at pa- with Pamela Anderson at this time, like 95 Royal Rumble, Shawn Michaels, that was my thing, dude. Um, but then you right away at the at the beginning of this WrestleMania, that you see the problem, and that's the audio problem. And Vince McMahon gets more frustrated, more and more frustrated as the night goes on, oh, yeah. as the audio. Keeps messing up. You could tell they do this whole thing, and I like in my head it was going, "Welcome everyone, the Hartford, yeah. Connecticut." Yeah. But you didn't get that. You just saw the cra- and it's like a long, long silence of just the crowd, and it just did not go over well. And then all of a sudden Vince comes on, and goes, "And here's Special Olympian, blah blah, blah, blah Miss America." Okay. Yeah. Can we
0: talk about that for a minute? awkward i didn't i mean dude man, i mean i know about. i know see that's the thing i feel it's like
1: awkward. i feel like people don't want to talk
0: about it but we got to say it was, this it was oh, terrible. No. it was terrible
1: we all agree
0: i'm so happy that they got that spotlight but good god was
1: it bad and i, I mean i say terrible or bad i would say uncomfortable because of the whole like i i mean it's a special person i i respect it but let's yeah, but all be truthful yeah I'm that's com- what i mean I feel like it's
0: only fair, it's I'm only respectful it to give it an bad. honest assessment, and exactly. I didn't think it was.
1: I don't in my think opinion. it was bad or terrible. I think it was uncomfortable. Okay. Very uncomfortable. We'll, that's we'll, this, we'll, that's, we'll that's all go, I'm gonna
0: go say. With it. PC I answer. I wasn't for uh, at
1: all. Um, no, didn't, that's not didn't very PC to call it uncomfortable. I'm I'm saying, uh, I, listen, it's somebody with a with a with um illness. I mean, I'm not gonna call anything they do bad just because they have an illness. So I, I don't think they, what they, I think it's impressive that she was able to get up there and do a song, and she did sure. it, whatever, and it was now in I'm her. I'm sure it was a she though. Well, you know, there's I'm that. I'm not sure. I, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know that either. And I'll just say that it wasn't for me. Wasn't for me, and it made me uncomfortable. And how long it was weird. And then it like, felt you know, very long. Yeah, yeah, so uh, at least we both agree. It felt um, like the match went a little long.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say that those, oh, the Stridex man. blimp popped me for sure. Oh. Um, it, yeah, yeah it. I, lo- I love seeing that. And, but, I always loved seeing those that, on the But you got
1: that, you got, so you got the the America the Beautiful, you got the, the the mics not working, the audio not working at the beginning, Um, and then that keeps happening. It's in Hartford, Connecticut, which is like such a, you know – not the most flamboyant or not the the most uh, sexy arena. You know what I mean? And then uh, the booking was so bad. Throughout, this, was, this was so snake bit from the beginning yeah. to be a bad WrestleMania. It's not even funny. Uh, anything else that you have? To, would you have anything to add about this intro?
0: Oh, not With, at all. I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I, I, I did enjoy just the initial voice of hearing Vince and, and Lawler on commentary. Yeah, too. They
1: finally get it. You finally get yeah. there having their fun. Th- but y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: But yeah. yeah, let's jump right into it here, man. Match number one for WrestleMania 11: it's the Allied Powers, which is the British Bulldog and Lex Luger versus yeah. the Blue Brothers. uh, it's Jacob, Jacob and Eli, Eli- Blue. Yeah. Um yeah, man. I legit had forgot about Bulldog and Lex being a tag team. Uh it feels like Luger and Bulldog on paper would be a massive tag team that would have had a huge run. Uh, yeah. And I did like the song that they had like the mashup of oh, the theme song. Yeah. I was like that's that pretty is. good. Like
1: I was like that's that's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. And then the uh, you know the Blue, the Blue Brothers obviously had like a much more notable run in 97 and 98 as DOA when they shaved their heads. Uh, But honestly, for what this was, it wasn't terrible. Uh, It had a pretty strong start, at least. Um, It was a little sloppy but exciting in the open. Uh, Very big man style. Uh, But I'd rather see that than something more— I'd rather see that big man style than see them try to, like, work, and it'd be really sloppy. Um, The crowd was really hot for it, too. Uh, I did get a little slow during the heat on Bulldog, and the quote-unquote hot tag to Luger was really, really lackluster. Uh, Luger was just not great in this match. I think I, that's the, the worst part is it's like Lex Luger was the worst part of this match. Maybe his morale yeah. was just down, but like after, you know, being there for a year and him not getting his quote unquote push and all that, uh, you know, right. all that,
1: uh, yeah. All think that, about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it just, it wasn't good at all. Uh, the, and the finish was kind of sloppy too with the bulldog kind of getting the wind with that super sunset flip that was just kind of lazily done. Um, I gave this match a star and a half, so I gave it like a C minus. Uh, what did you think about Allied Powers versus the Blue Brothers?
1: Man, uh, I think you were pretty generous in that, man. One of the best things about it is that is that theme music. Uh, oh, me and for sure. Me and my my best buddy Nick, we we still talk about the theme music of the Allied Powers. Just uh, a tag team that stuff. that you know you you forget about it because they were there then they were gone. But I mean, really, I think. Again, the theme of this pay-per-view, I think, is booking. Booking the matches, booking the storyline up to the matches. Everything about this pay-per-view is... And it's really um, not a common thing for WWE. I think usually WWE, especially when it comes to WrestleMania... I mean, very very rarely uh, do we blame booking on everything. I think you can't blame booking on everything on this pay-per-view. Everything about this WrestleMania... I think falls down to booking. Yeah, it's in Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, it's a downtime. Yeah, you don't have all the best stars. Yeah, you don't have Hogan. With the guys they had, I think they could have booked this way better. Okay. Yeah. Bulldog and Lex Luger, that, that's an awesome tag team, dude. These are two guys that are big and awesome. But, you know, Bulldog's really good in the ring. Lex isn't that great in the ring. They both aren't good in the mic. Put them in a tag team, let them dominate, and give them a good run. But they, they didn't see it through. This is a short-lived tag team. This match had no storyline to it. There's n- there's literally no storyline to it. Literally, the draw of this match was that old-school draw of the fans are going to be excited to see the the two big stars of Lex Luger, who is a main eventer, quote-unquote, oh, unquote. Yeah and Bulldog, who was a semi-man eventer, and these are two big guys finally getting together. That's that's the story of this match. There's no story for these two teams to be facing each other. It, it means nothing. That at a WrestleMania, even at 1995, is kind of... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess this is kind of the... The in-between of the 80s and the 90s where, you know, that used to be a draw. Like in the 80s, like, you know, old ladies still thought it was real and they would go drive to the arena to see the big Lex Luger. But we're going to go see Bulldog and Lex Luger team up together. But looking back, like, why am I even watching this match, man? I agree. Bulldog looked great in the match. He was kind of the only one. I mean, he's doing his vertical suplex and yeah. looking good. He was he got a spot in for sure. He was on point and yeah. he looked really big, but he was still going. It was right before he got too big and too kind of sloppy. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, no question who's winning the match. You know, the whole time. Like, yeah. What do we think? It's WrestleMania. I like, Jacob and Eli Blue are gonna upset Bulldog and Lex. I mean, what is this match, man? Possible. I- uh I, I don't know but bulldog Not likely, like, but it's uh, it's possible yeah they get to win um i, I like the tag team like i said I, I think it could have been done a lot better but a dumb match um i give it a d minus um they made something out of nothing so that's why i don't give it like worse than that but i think it's a d minus wasn't much going on in the ring other than uh bulldog kind of saving it and you know, Jacob Neal and Eli, Eli Blue were very agile for big men. I mean, they were they were going. They they weren't terrible. Yeah, the Harris
0: Brothers can work. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody they would were say working.
1: they can. They were working, but they just didn't get much, man. And and it wasn't too long. And that's all actually surprisingly a theme for this WrestleMania. It wasn't too long. There wasn't that many long matches. This match, I guessed, um almost around seven minutes, it went six point uh, thirty four. So yeah. Six minutes. No, yeah, I felt, it felt good, yeah.
0: it felt good for the length. Yeah. I didn't think it was too long. I just felt like it got slow in spot.
1: Yeah, Def- yeah, definitely. So uh, a D minus, and then we go backstage to the A A star Nick whatever from NYPD uh, Blue, um, and whatever. There's audio problems, and then whatever. Vince gets picks. Vince gets pissed. They go, they they. So they throw it to Nick in the back. He's supposed to do a Pamela Anderson spot. You can't hear anything he's saying, and then Vince actually says. Um, what do you expect when you have a crack audio crew in, uh, with you or something like that? We can't hear anything he says. We have some audio audio problems. What do you expect when you have a crack audio crew? Whatever that means. But that's what Vince said. Uh, so you can tell Vince is getting hot. Like he's yeah. getting – it's like this is WrestleMania. We keep – You're having, ruining my show. You <laughs> ruined his welcome, everyone. You, yeah. We didn't get that. And then now this is happening. It's it's definitely. I don't blame him. I would have been even more hot. But he kind of gives in a little jab to the audio people. Um, and then we don't know what was supposed to happen there. They end up redoing that spot with Nick later on. But yeah, they but and then I think it goes on to the to the it next goes, match. It goes
0: it goes to the one two three kid and he cut a super awkward promo. Cause yeah, that's how great of a stick man and, he is.
1: Yeah, and then his mic is off for the first part. You just hear him through the camera mic, and then it slowly comes yeah. on. It's like. God, this is they supposed to be WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. It's like they just were not prepared at all.
1: Yeah, it's so bad, man. It's so um, bad. He terrible um, promo. Yeah. Yeah. But then
0: the man. next match on the card here is Jeff Jarrett versus Razor Ramon for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Of course, Jeff Jarrett is in full in his faux uh country star gimmick. So he has got the roadie with him. And um Razor Ramon is a recently turned babyface, so has the one, two, three kid out with him as well. Um uh, yeah. This match was a much better match to me. Um, both guys were significantly better workers. Um, they kind of had that classic kind of Vince style there too. Um, and, and speaking of Vince, like his commentary was like all of Vince's cliches were in this match. Like every, I swear to God, like five times he was like, "Oh, he got him! He got him! Oh no!" He didn't. Ah. Like, like. <laughs> Like, three or at least five times it happened. I was like, what is happening here? It's wild. So great. Um, so great. Dude, there were, this is the first match where I really started to notice a theme, and there were way too many people around ringside. Uh, just a ton of photographers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, They're trying the match,
1: to make it look big, man. They yeah, had
0: nothing it. else. You know I mean? I mean, the, the match was solid, uh, but the finish totally sucked. Um wow. I mean, how are you going to have a DQ for the IC title at WrestleMania? Like, that's well, booking again. Yeah, you're right. The, the Like, I think that's that...
1: That's the theme for this WrestleMania. I wrote down the theme is terrible booking. Oh,
0: totally. I feel, I feel like a clean finish for this one, it probably would have been a close to a B rating. It was a oh, pretty yeah. decent match up until the finish. Dude. But with that DQ, I'm, I got to go with like the C, C, C- minus again.
1: Yeah. Man, I mean, you're you're being generous today. I, I feel like you're usually not as generous, man. So, so yeah, this is an IC title match, okay? Unlike the first match, there's some backstory. You know, we got the whole rest of the Royal Rumble '95. Royal Rumble '95. We've covered it. That's my favorite rest. Uh, Royal Rumble. That's my favorite pay per view. That's the thing that got me into professional wrestling. <clears throat> so, they have a story actually starting from that. The roadie took out. Razor's knee in that match that kind of caused razor to lose blah 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 so there's actually the fans were looking forward to this you could tell i mean they're the fans were like full on board dude and double j finally getting what he deserves like that's what you could tell you could like i'm not just saying this guys listen Turn on your TV, put it on WD. and listen. The fans were so into this. Oh yeah, it was hot. Like you're saying, this was like a B to an A plus, oh, and, yeah. or a B to an A. Like, and the work rate was phenomenal. It was this, good. It was really w- good. W- yeah. This double J, Jeff Jarrett and Razor Ramon. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's not like you're expecting. And it with to four media. people yeah.
0: out there too, like they used the kid and the roadie in the right ways. It wasn't exactly. overdone. It was. Well, it was. And
1: the good thing is, is there's a story. Like I said, the first time they met. Only Double J had roadie razor had nobody. So it just makes sense. It's a cool WrestleMania moment. Kid gets to come out at WrestleMania. It gives him the reason to get his WrestleMania spot in. So that's good, good cool. Payday. Cause you always want to try to f- focus on a feature. Every wrestler, yeah. he gets to be, and it evens out. It makes sense. There's a story that's been going yeah. and he's like, in a good spot. Yeah. Razor gets his to equal out the, 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 the match because the roadies there, the roadie took him out. I mean, I just so I I love this era razor is super over baby face double J is super low over heel like we're saying everything's going for this match man fans totally the match it's it's a little longer again none of these matches are long let me go back this was only razor needs
0: to win the belt here clean one two three right
1: right this is 13 minutes so not too too long you know so uh, great stuff you got the roadie and the kid, like we already talked about, crowd so much into it. So here we go, dude. Again, bad booking, terrible, terrible, terrible booking. After 13 minutes, I Razor agree. has Double J up for a Razor's Edge, and then the roadie comes in, chop blocks Razor for the DQ. We saw that at at the Royal Rumble. We saw the chop block. We yeah. saw we saw Double J get the win, and then they're trying to put over the fact that. that that Razor still wins the match because it's a disqualification. But the commentary said it halfway at five minutes in, Vince says, oh, if it's a disqualification, Razor doesn't win the title. So he blows that out of the water. I don't know if he meant to do that or what, but he lets everybody know five minutes in, if Razor gets a DQ, he doesn't win the title. Then at the end of the match, they're all trying to put over that Razor still wins the match and how great is this ever – like, it's a, why? Why? It's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania, and he's gonna. It's a DQ. I, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a DQ in a match like that. A WrestleMania. I don't think I've ever seen it. There's. I know there's probably been it, but I don't think I've ever seen a match for the IC title or any title like that. I don't think there's ever been a WrestleMania match where the person just blatantly gets DQ'd in such a fashion as we saw here just terrible. I gave it a d plus just because the work rate was great. but again, I'm going going with the theme terrible, terrible booking Daniel. I, I mean this is terrible and this is my error this is my I era agree
0: with you hundred percent. I think that I think that honestly, honest to God, this finish was so bad. I'm not gonna say like it's a classic, but I mean for the time, I think this match would have been remembered significantly more fondly had it just been yeah. a clean finish, one, yep. two, three. Yep. Uh, and exactly. WrestleMania is not the kind of place where you extend storylines. Right. It's, it's exactly. the place where things need to end. And, and you have into- the next the next you have the next day on Monday to start something new.
1: Exactly. Um, and what do you know about this storyline? What happened? Nobody like I don't even think they did much after this. So it's mm-hmm. like what? Mm-hmm. I think they went no, on to do a whole good. thing with one T three kid. I think Double J wasn't even in the company that much long after, which I get. They don't have the they don't have yeah. the power of that, but right. they kind of do if they were to use contracts like they should have back then. But sure. um, either way, yeah, stupid, 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 stupid again. Booking, booking, like what the f- speaking
0: yeah. of stupid and silly. Uh, Whoa. so Nick Toros in the back, uh, trying to give this weird promo. Uh, he's like trying to play the Mean Gene role, and um, it was just strange. Yeah. Um. And Sid and HBK were kind of like kept standing in front of him, and he kept like trying to move them
1: so yeah, he could be yeah. on
0: camera. And I'm like, but they're they're the wrestlers, and you're like five foot four. Um. Anyway, that that I just it just bothered me. Although Todd Pettengill and his like amazing mullet uh, made an appearance Todd. ringside to like interview one of the NFL pros. And God, yeah. I miss that guy. I would love for that dude to be involved in some kind of. I don't know why
1: they don't ever talk about him or anything. I want
0: him to be like I don't want him to be. I, want to, I don't want him to be in AEW. I don't want him to be in WWE, but I would love to see him in, like, NWA or something. Like, on one of those old-school sets I'd, with, like, those NWA jackets. I think that'd be great.
1: am in the WWE, and I'd pop. I'd pop so hard. If it's just out of bring WrestleMania. Back, or just have I him just, start hosting, like, one of the shows anything. on the
0: network, like, The Bump or something like that. He's hosting Dude. it. Or, like, bring back Livewire, and it's on the network, and he's the host. I'd that'd be, be, amazing.
1: Or that'd just, be amazing. Or just a surprise at WrestleMania. It's like, hey, we're going to kick it to the back, and it's... Hello Todd everybody, Pettengill. it's Todd Pettengill yeah. with here with uh Sami Zayn. That would be, I'd, I would, so hard, I would yeah. die. Dude. Like they're, it's like so funny. It's so easy, but they're not. They don't realize how easy that would be to get everybody excited, but they're just like not smart enough to do so. Um, not just you with know, the, having Todd, but whatever. All, the, but all yes. those
0: not smart decisions. Just keep on rolling. Match King number King three. Kong. It's King Kong Bundy. That's right. In 1995, yeah. King Kong Bundy. Versus the Undertaker. Let me
1: take. Let me uh, take, take let the you, lead. Yeah, on. I'm gonna let you yeah. go ahead
0: and take. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, let yeah. you take the
1: lead. On this. we go. We're both thinking the same thing right here. So you know, you see this on paper. Ooh, can't be that great, right? Um, who knows? Six minutes and thirty six seconds. Probably, you know, I could deal with that. That's that might. That might not be too bad. It's King Kong Bunny. He was in a main event with Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania two. You know, uh, yeah. Undertaker. It's the Undertaker. Um, hey. This is my favorite version of Undertaker. I love it. I love the entrance. He's got Paul Bear with him. They don't have the urn because uh, million dollar man Teddy DiBiase has stolen the urn. That and again, at least this match has a story. We you know, the first match didn't have a story. At least there's an ongoing story with the urn and the taker and King Kong Bunny. Also, I don't think there's any match that doesn't have that has a story that went before Royal Rumble, which is funny because even in the eighties we had like So it's not new to have storylines that are more than like two months, but I mean, literally, there's no story that that there's no match that has a story longer than a couple months. Um, anyway, um, I love big man matches. I've said it. I've said it a lot. I love big man matches. But, but this this just can't be good, and it's just not. It's just not, dude. Ted DiBiase has the urn, and he's so he's doing the thing with the urn. And then, like the last story, I said started at Royal Rumble, and they're doing—they just doing the flashbacks at Royal Rumble. Match starts. There's a baseball umpire at the referee. I don't hate that. Did you? What did you feel about that? There was a, the baseball umpire. I don't know his name, but he was a referee. I actually—I'm not him. into that at all. I, I just that was kind of, he, I mean, it's like—is. I mean. It doesn't There's a change baseball life, umpire
0: as but... the referee.
1: It's kind of cool. For
0: what? What? How is that what part of what part of that is cool? Now that
1: I say it out loud, it's actually not cool. I'm going to be honest no, with you. Oh I... god. When I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, cool, a baseball ump. I don't know. I, I, don't... I don't know." So the match really? starts. All what? Dude. I just don't so hold on. Match starts exactly like I love these big man matches, dude. Like the showdown Big man, they're both shaking their head up and down. I got you, bro. No, I got you, dude. I'm gonna oh, get you I'm gonna yeah. get it's just so good. They're shaking their head. Boom, boom, boom. Right away, Taker goes up on the top rope, does that top rope walk, boom, it's all and I'm like, Okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do something here, right? Taker takes back the urn, and it's like, oh, Taker lifts up the urn, he gives it to Paul Bear, he does the whole salute to the urn, and then Ted DiBiase calls down comma. Uh, the supreme fighting machine, he's out here. He takes back the urn. He takes it back and says he's going to make a chain out of it. Dumb. Um, Crowd actually into it, though. At the the beginning, crowd was into it. And then they slowly and slowly died throughout this six-minute match. By the end of the match, the crowd was just sitting there like... Dead as a doornail. Well, like, just, this is dumb. Kids were sitting there saying this was dumb. Uh, Everybody, dumb, 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 dumb. Um, at least it was short and it felt long that it, it, it six minutes felt really long, but it I mean, at long, least yeah. it was yeah, it terrible finish. Taker wins with a flying clothesline, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then King Kong bunny immediately rolls out of the ring and no sells everything that just happened to him. I give this a D minus. Maybe an F. Um, I gave it a D minus because of the pageantry and the storyline that they had, and to get to see Paul Bear and Kama and all that. Gaga. The Gaga gave it a D minus. But the no selling by uh, King Kong Bunny, who's just trash to begin with, with a legend, even at that time with The Undertaker, dude, you're garbage. What are you doing? Like, it pissed me off so much. He rolls out the ring and just. You could just tell he was trying to no-sell it. Like, he was trying to no-sell and disrespect the Undertaker. I didn't like it. I hated it. I hated it. Daniel. Yeah. I uh,
0: I mean, you know how I feel about big man matches. And you know how I feel about this kind of style and this kind of era. Uh, You say, like, the Gaga, like, is what saved it. But the Gaga is actually what put it in the hole to me. Amen. Um, King Kong Bundy versus the Undertaker was easily the worst match on this card. Yeah, and that's saying a lot. Um, All the gaga with the dude. Okay, why? What in? Okay, in what world? Why? Why is there a baseball umpire in this match? What happened? Why not a firefighter then? They were trying to like
1: village people.
0: What is What is happening? Why is there a baseball umpire
1: out there? I think Vince was trying to draw eyes, and he wasn't Uh, doing a good job. That was a oh, Vince idea. That was a Vince idiotic idea. Idiotic move. Very 100% stupid. Vince idea.
0: You have these bright lights in the arena, too, and you're trying to show that Paul, when Paul Bearer gets the urn back, you take the lid off, and it's supposed to be this big white light. Right,
1: and you but can't But you can't, see can't see really
0: it. tell because, yeah, right, you know.
1: so much light. It, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It was just not good.
1: How do they not know that, though?
0: Why, this, Think about uh, why it. Why wasn't this match just comma? I wasn't I mean, because it's all part of the million dollar family anyway. Kama would have been significantly better. There's no need to bring Bundy in here for a payday. He's trash. He could he had no breath. All of his all even his like strikes, even as big as he was, like his clotheslines look so weak. Like he was just I genuinely felt bad for the Undertaker. Uh I gotta give it a full negative star. Because to me, again, you know my rules with negative negative stars. And I feel like if you were to show this to a non-wrestling fan, they would be like what on God's earth is this? Like, yeah, it was awful, it was terrible. Negative one star from me. Um, let's just keep it rolling here, though, man. There's an assortment of kind of NFL players, the pro team, if you will. Uh, and they all actually kind of cut relatively decent promos considering none of them are you know wrestlers, but then again, at the time, the NFL was m- even more like media. And like uh, looking for sound bites, it was all, almost encouraged for you to say something crazy in sports. Right. Whereas now it's like it totally discouraged. Um, uh, but yeah, they all cut pretty a pretty decent promo. The Backlund of JTT, like uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, little exchange was pretty funny with like the chess match or whatever. Um, but, yeah, let yeah, me jump to Owen introducing Yokozuna as his tag team partner. Oh, boy. And I'm going to continue the trend. Can you go ahead and give me your thoughts on match number four? It's I, Owen Hart, and Yokozuna versus the Smoking Guns.
1: I would love to. This is the return of Yokozuna. Um, very underrated tag team. They end up, you know, actually becoming – a pretty good tag team, and I don't think it's talked about that much. I know Brother Bruce, Brother Love talks about him as well as being an underrated tag team. I look back fondly. I mean, that's one of the things, when I look back at my childhood in wrestling, I think of Yokozuna and Owen Hart being a tag team. So it, it meant something to me, uh, whether you guys agree or not. It just, you know, it's st- it stood out to me. Um, you might You might not believe it, you know, looking back, um, you know how cheesy the smoking guns were, but the smoking guns were really over at the time, too. Oh, um, I, a good team, too. Yeah, yeah, good team. Looking back, it is kind of cheesy, and they got the jeans on, and they're smoking guns, and bang, bang, and all that, you know, the gun. But, you know, looking back, they're very over. you could tell with the crowd and the video that they were really over, but I remember yeah. my brother Anthony... My older brother Anthony, this—he was his favorite tag team. He loved Bart Gunn especially, which is funny, you know. Out of the two, he loved he loved some Bart Gunn. Um, so yeah, they were very over. So Owen was very over as a heel too. So this was a this was a good match, man. This was actually a kind of a, a this was some a breath of fresh air, as they say, or uh, or or what is it? A, a fresh of breath air? I don't know how they say it, but um. <laughs> dude Uh, (laughs) is that right
0: a breath of fresh air
1: no no a fresher breath air dude that's what it is man look into it man
0: a new Um, paint of
1: coat yeah a new paint of coat um like always dude owen looks amazing here looks amazing i mean his height on just a simple hip toss a simple hip toss owen gets like 30 feet in the air looks like so good. I mean, he's just so crisp and just phenomenal. Everything he does. Look at Owen Hart Russell. I mean, this is WrestleMania. Uh, they say that Owen took WrestleMania so seriously. And you could just see he was on point here, man. I, I, the guns were great, too. The, they were they were looking excellent. Yoko was, was pretty big, though, and, and slow. And, and you can just tell he's not the Yokozuna of the past. Um, he had some good stuff after this, and he definitely had good stuff before this. But just this looked like a weird time for Yoko, and I'd love to like look more into what he did right after this. But he just looked he looked big and out of he had, breath. He breath, had fried man. turkey butt and mayonnaise. Yeah, he just yeah, just Ate man. himself to death. But man, I love I love Owen. He gets tagged in after Yoko gets the bonsai drop. And then Owen goes over and thinks about doing the sharpshooter for the win. But instead he just says, no, he throws down the sharpshooter and gets the pin. Classic Owen taking credit for the win when really it was Yoko's bonsai drop that won it. Like he thought about, I love the fact that he did that out of like almost, that wasn't really like wrestling psychology. That was just like comedy. He likes. He just yeah. went. He popped Yoko's the boys. gonna get. He yeah, popped Yoko, the boys. exactly. Yoko's gonna get the bonsai drop. I'm gonna walk over and all, pick up my leg, almost go over the sharpshooter, and then go. Eh, I'll get the pin and gets the it pin. It was, down. <laughs> I mean, it was just like that's Owen no, yeah, Hart, man. Is.
0: Yeah, of I gave
1: it's, the match yeah. a C plus. There was. I did make.
0: I made the same note there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think actually, thus far. This is my highest rated match of Hot tonight. Me too. Perfect. Highest
1: rated match uh, so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I gotta say those smoking guns mullets were absolutely breathtaking. Point. I mean, yeah. just beautiful. Um, I wasn't a fan of the tan colored jeans though. That's really what bothered me. That
1: was that uh, was weird. I noticed that it too.
0: Seems like their cowboys wear blue jeans. You know what I mean? Like I know it was the 90s. and You know, Garth Brooks had like right. those patchy colored shirts and everything. So uh, it was uh, a little. It was a different time. But blue jeans would have been a better call in my opinion. You know how much I care about. The look of these wrestlers uh but yeah the match was good I mean it wasn't great uh there was lots of misdirection in Gaga um I didn't hate it but it wasn't a classic um it was a semi-clean finish though good distraction good tag team work I think that you're right I think I when I think of Yokozuna, maybe not when I think of Owen Hart but when I think of o- Yokozuna, the mm-hmm. positives come to me in this tag team I never yeah. liked Yoko singles wrestler With I feel like Jim Cornette yeah. yeah, But with Jim Cornette and Owen Hart, I thought that was his perfect fit. He came in just to be the big wow guy, have a couple kind of athletic, surprising moments, and then that was it. Right. Um, and Owen pretty much carried the rest of, of
1: right. it was the perfect. team. Which yeah. is,
0: you know, Owen carried every single person he was ever in a team with. I mean, ever, right. including Hall of Famers like Bulldog. He was still the best wrestler yeah. on the team.
1: Yeah, um, he, was, he carried Bret Hart at WrestleMania ten. Anyway, um, but yeah,
0: I, I, same note though. I th- I thought it was really clever with the finish because I was like, look, like this is this is the things that you miss about Owen Hart. It's things like this because it's like the average fan in the arena. Would not it wouldn't make zero difference to them. But Marks yeah. and the boys, that's so funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's the best Perfect. kind of like funny because yeah. you're not sacrificing anything for the show. You're not you're I, not like changing. You're not throwing anyone out of their suspension of disbelief because he's still going for the win. Uh, but just the way he did it was just hilarious. Absolutely loved it. I gave it a solid C to a C plus. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed yeah. this one um, for what it was for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm, then we have. Go ahead
1: no i was just gonna say i'm really excited to hear your thoughts on this on this next match man i just i want to hear your thoughts before i say oh, okay mine. i just
0: i'm i just i'm um yeah todd pettengill interviews bam bam in the back <laughs> um man those headphones were weird oh uh, yeah he looked like the deaf kid in high school that's not a slight at all it's just oh, what it reminded God. me of those those headphones i'm serious like you know what i'm talking about do you remember those yes yeah. why is that funny I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to give an well, example. I lose not, laughing. I'm not, not laughing. I'm, 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 I'm just mad. saying that's what it reminded me of. Hey. Why sure. does everybody get so offended these sure. days? Sure, who's offended? You with your with your little giggle and your snicker. Who's anyway, offended? the promo was kind of lame either way. Maybe that's why I had the deaf kid headphones on. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't wasn't really too much too. Uh, then let's jump to the actual match here. Match number five. It's Bob Backlund versus Brett Hitman Hart. And an I quit match with Rowdy Roddy Piper as the special guest referee. Whew, that was a mouthful just getting it out. Um, man, this one was, uh, it was something. Uh, it was more funny than anything else. Um, I loved that the crowd laughed every single time Roddy Piper asked if he gave up. Like It was just every time it was like this like comedy pop even if right. it was they were tr- like Backlund and Hart were si- were trying to be serious and I think yeah. Piper was trying to be serious too but like the crowd just the crowd this is what's weird about this match it's like they were tr- you could tell they were trying to have a serious wrestling match but the crowd treated this as a comedy match and it kind of worked that way like as a comedy match it's kind of funny um i mean it was it was kind of slow and boring otherwise uh, but yeah, I mean, I really didn't like the match at all. At least it was relatively quick. It honestly just seemed like a way to get Brett some shine on a Mania, uh, to kind of keep him his ball rolling and probably to appease his ego. Because um, there's no real other reason to have this match. Uh, again, like, how about Brett Hart versus One Two Three Kid here for eight minutes? That'd be way better. Um, or yeah. you know, even just even just no story. Like, just give me a, an actual. You know, you could do better than this. You could do better than this. I feel like. Brett uh, overall. Adam Bomb. Yeah, put him versus Adam Bob. Put him versus Who cares? I mean, put crush any there was a yeah. bunch of guys around this time. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say though this match was really bad. Uh I mean the only only thing that made it possible is I mean, Brett did his damnedest to, to keep it afloat. Uh and he was great at the time at this time too. He was on his A game, so I honestly felt bad for Brett at this point too, which is very rare for me to say. Uh but yeah, one star for me, so I'll give it a D plus. Yeah. Um uh, That's yeah. that's that's all. But, yeah, that's – what did you think about Bob Backman and Bret Hart? Yeah,
1: so this is, like, one of the first I quit matches that I can remember. Very weird. You know, it's an I quit match that was solely in the ring, which, you know, you think about an I quit match now. Yeah, yeah. You you think about an I quit match now. There's chairs. You're on the outside of the ring. You're in the crowd. You're backstage. So, you know, this is – and the way they announced it was Howard Finkel, this is a submission match, but – there will be a referee in the match who will hold a microphone to the contender's face and ask them, you know, he like, he drawed it all out. is whatever. Roddy Piper comes out, special guest, huge pop for Piper. Um, you know, he's a WWE guy. He's classic. People love him. Uh, and then you got ba- ba- Bob Backlund who, you know, he held the title for, like, five years at one point, not losing the title. He's a two-time WWE champion in the 70s. He didn't lose the title for literally—it was five or six years. So yeah. he's he's a freaking legend, man. But his he had a comedic—like you were saying, the whole comedy thing. I think that has to do with how they portrayed Bob Backlund in this time. Well, it's not the 70s, like you know a, I mean? He, yeah, and he was a, and he definitely wasn't the same character in the '70s. He was no. white meat, baby face. Yeah, um, I'm the hero. Here yeah. he was some like weird. Uh, I don't even know what you would even say. He'd look around, and it was all weird. Anyway, ma'am. So I mean, and then it it makes sense. Like, yeah, obviously, He's
0: like a senile old man. Right, like, and
1: then. And then this is obviously something that will make Brett happy because he's like, oh, I get, you know, Brett cares about that shit. He has, like, a, a throne in this house of all his accomplishments. So they knew, like, hey, Brett, we don't have anything for you, but we'll let you beat Bob Backlund. And he's like, oh, I'll take that. And they have this terrible match, man. I mean, uh, they, they uh, dude, I mean, it, this was so bad to me. Uh, this was probably the worst I quit match you'll ever see. Um, I love when you just get all a, worked up. Just a bunch of long submission holds. Like, the, just back and forth, long submission hold, long submission hold. Brett holding these long submission hold. Looking like a doofus out there, man. And then you got Bob Backlund almost getting, let's just say, one of the greatest moves of all time, cross face chicken. The name alone, cross face chicken wing. Really? That's all. How come nobody's done that? The cross face <laughs> chicken wing? Back, That was legendary. I don't remember. No, I mean,
0: well, Xavier Woods does it. That's his, that's what I well, hit. But he like doesn't a,
1: call it the crossface chicken wing.
0: That's it. Yeah, he does.
1: He does? Call,
0: yeah. It's just when was the last time you saw Xavier Woods oh, hit God. a finish? I,
1: like, I, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I remember, like, I'd go to my, my grandparents' house for Christmas. I have, like, a hundred different cousins. And they literally, everybody in my family in Louisiana, they all watched wrestling. They still watch wrestling. So it's great. And i go over, and I have a cousin that's, like, five years older older than me. His name's John Booty. That's a shoot. It's not a wrestling name. His name's John Booty, and he'd come up behind me and he'd get me with the crossface chicken, and he'd say crossface chicken wing, and he'd get me, and I would just scramble around and he'd give it. So the crossface chicken wing, and I think I just love the name. It's just such such a classic move. You don't get it. Anyway, Bob Backlund goes for the crossway. Obviously, it's gonna end with the crossface or the sharpshooter. Like that's what we're doing. Yeah. This isn't. This is before we knew, like I said, I quit matches with chairs and tables and all that. You're not going to quit that way. They were. They made it very apparent you're going to quit with a submission. Both these men have a submission. It's going to be the crossface or the sharpshooter. I'll give them credit with that part of building that, of that story. The match was terrible. Nine oh. minutes and 34 minutes. Boring, 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 boring. A bunch of long holds. Anyway, Bob Backlund going for the cross chicken wing. Brett reverses it and gets not – he doesn't even do the cross-face right, which is you're supposed to be the excellence of execution. You're supposed to know these moves, Brett. You didn't do it right. You ruined the finish, Brett. Anybody who's a Brett fan, come at me. Shawn Michaels is better. Shawn would have done it right. Brett didn't do the cross-face right. He ruined the ending. And then, and then Backlund – with pride or what? Doesn't really even give the I quit. He just says like yes, and they're like, wait, did he say it? And then there's like a misstep, but then afterwards he give, he puts Brett over afterwards, walking down the aisle. They, uh, Jim Ross comes out and interviews him, and he's like, I saw the light. Did you see the light? And he walks out. So you're putting over Brett there. So I don't know if he just meant if if he just didn't realize, hey, I'm supposed to say I quit in an I quit match. Very anticlimactic. At first, I thought he was a old, you know, those old vets from the 70s, 80s that like earlier King Kong Bundy didn't want to put a uh, taker over. I thought maybe right. yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. trying to just say, yeah, and then maybe he can say, oh, I never said I quit because those guys back then used to really take this stuff as a work, especially somebody like Backlund. But then he kind of really overly sold it afterwards. I didn't get it. I think I, I th- I'm going to put it to Backlund's an old school guy. He wasn't about to say I quit in the ring with a young guy like Brett. So I gave the match an F. I thought it was terrible. I, I, I will never watch that again. I won't I won't suggest that to anybody. Brett screwing up the cross chicken wing was just the straw that breaks the cr- camel's back. Everything about it, bad, bad, bad. bad hey, bad, hey bad, Cass, bad. how do you feel about Bret Hart? Brett. Oh, how about <laughs> Did you guys...
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So here we go. I knew we had to get it in there somewhere. Um, yeah. So here we are moving right along. It's a pretty decent diesel promo and the pet in the back with a big old big Todd pet and Uh, yeah, it was not bad at all. Um, he recovered kind of like, he had like a little stumble. He was kind of talking like this and kind of had this little soft thing and he got <laughs> caught up. He got caught up in a word and then he turned it into a yelling promo. Cause he was like mad yeah. at himself. But, um, but yeah, he, he like recovered really well and it worked out. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I got to say, dude, there's just way too many like TV celebrities used here for this match. Just Also, why on earth is this match before Bam Bam and LT? I don't understand. These two should have been switched, regardless of how you feel, of who was more yeah. popular or whatever. It should have been switched. No 100%. doubt about it. Uh, Sean and Diesel definitely should have closed the show. Uh, and I'm going to jump right into it here, man. It's HBK Let's versus it. Diesel for the WWF World Championship. Um, man, this one... This is a good match. Uh, it was a hot start. Um, easily Diesel's best title match. Uh, I mean, and Sean, dude, at, at this point, is just absolutely undeniable. Um, the oh, best in the bro. business. No yeah. one no one is even close. Um, I mean, there were some, some lulls in the match, for sure. The long sleeper spot was kind of annoying. Uh, but, man, Sean was just a bumping fool. Uh, easily the best thing on the show. Uh, it's also clearly the beginning of the face turn for Sean. You can see so much like hope in Sean in and fire in Sean, even though he was the heel in this match. By the end of the match, they were cheering for Sean. Um, and that's, yeah. that's, that's a big deal. Uh, match of the night by a mile definitely stole the show. I don't know if it saved it, uh, but it definitely stole the show. Uh, Diesel got the win. Um, and Sean was kind of on his way to being a massive baby face. So I thought both guys benefited from this match, which is the only match on the card that I can say that from. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, it got slow at times, you know, diesel was, uh, wasn't quite to his, which is weird to say, cause he's already been the champion for a long time here, but really, uh, as far as in ring work, his best days were in WCW and not really in WWF as far as in ring work goes. Um, but, he was
1: still pretty green at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. You know.
0: He was still pretty green is kind of what I'm saying. And Sean just like, I mean, almost at one point I was like, damn, Sean, are you trying to blow him up? Because it was just like, boom, pop back down, run the ropes, hit the ropes, let him hit me again. It, but he was just up and down and up and down. Like, I was like, man, I feel like you were overworking Kevin Nash right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, all in all, though, quality match. Uh, you know, clean win for Diesel. Jack Jackknife is a little wonky, but it was what it was. I gave it three and a half stars, solid B plus for me. Um, what did you think about HBK versus Big Daddy Cool?
1: Yeah, man. So this is the longest match of the night, 20 yeah. minutes and 35 seconds. Um, Sean was definitely the best wrestler in the world at this point. I mean, he was just Bar none. just just Bar none. he was the man, and you could tell. The crowd definitely not buying him buying him as a heel. He I think from the get go he was the baby face compared to Diesel. The crowd just was not on Diesel's side here. They were they by the end of the match they were literally booing him when he yeah. when, when he won he he was uh, Diesel was getting uh, pronouns pal oh, God damn it. Diesel was getting booed. Um yeah man we they do the cool camera spot but I like how they incorporated the cameras on the outside and then you, you get to all also do the Sean is, you know, Sean's known as such a diva and he gets mad at one of the cameramen, but that's all a work, man. That's all for the, the, right. the match. And they use that throughout the match. They actually end up using it to show like, it's almost like they knew how I broke it down was they knew the crowd was getting to like Sean too much and they wanted Sean yeah. to be the heel. So Sean kept being really mean to the cameraman. He threw one yeah. down early, and then later, you know, Diesel, instead of... He could have saved himself by hitting a cameraman when Sean threw him to the post on the outside. But yeah. instead of saving himself, he saved the cameraman. You know, he's a hero. He's a classic white yeah. knee baby face, And then, therefore, he hurt his knee. I like how they incorporated all that. And they, try, they were trying. They were, like, saying, please yeah. don't like Sean. Please put yeah. it off another week if you yeah. can. Look yeah. how mean Sean is to the cameraman. It didn't do for the crowd there for I think the crowd at home it probably worked a lot better because you're yeah, like yeah because oh.
0: of the commentary
1: Right. It's like, yeah. wow, Sean looks like such a dick, you know, especially yeah. at the beginning when she, it looked like Sean fell on one and he got mad and th- and grabbed him by the jacket and threw him yeah. down. You're like, oh, wow, look at well, that was probably it, a
0: shoot. That was probably well, a shoot. I, I,
1: I don't think it was. I think it was even for marks so are like, oh, wow, there goes diva Sean. And then for people who aren't are just like, wow, look at this mean guy. I think for people there, it did not work. They were booing Diesel at the end of this match, like I said. Um. The, yeah, like you said, man, the match did slow down. But I, I think it, it went back up, back and forth, and it, and it sped up. Sean was master-selling, like he always has. Um, does a great crossbody off the top. Like, that was a... You know, at the time, there wasn't that much high-risk stuff. And yeah. he is... Mi- risk, this is before the, the title of Mr. WrestleMania and the Showstopper. And this is right. why he got that name, because he does that cross body off the top rope to the outside and you have all again all the cameramen there so it, it all like just they they put they they booked this match the story of the match the psychology of the match is just so great you know it's, yeah,
0: this it's match is the great. best booked it's the best yeah. booked and best performed match on the card
1: right they did they had the the they had such you know the points of everything you know you had to you slow down and they got up and then you got your high spots and your at a pace, you got a bing and a bang and a boom, and a
0: gaga. And oh, my God, the crowd will go banana.
1: Yeah, the crowd will go ba- banana. Man, underrated match. I really do. I think this is an underrated match. Um, I, I should it, like you said, should have been the main event. Um, Sean, um, Sean sh- had the sweet chin music, but the ref was out. That whole thing kind of, you know, I didn't, I just didn't like, I didn't like the, I, I, I build up the match. I didn't like the ending. Sean gets the sweet chin music, but the ref's out, and he gets like a seven count. Boom, boom, boom. Refs out. Um, and then the comeback for Diesel um, is very underwhelming. The crowd nodding to him. A terrible jackknife powerbomb. Like, how do you not, yeah. with little Shawn Michaels, Sean's so little, he does just like a terrible, t- he was always bad at doing a powerbomb, but yeah. his jackknife powerbomb was so, so bad. Um... Yeah. It, it just it it it, it, it they, they booked it wrong. Sean should've won. No pop for Big Daddy Cool when he wins. But, you know, all that aside, I'm still gonna give it a B plus. I think it's because all the other matches were pretty much D's and one C plus. Um I, I don't what did you give it? I gave it a C plus. I don't I don't know. I what gave you it gave. a B
0: plus. I enjoyed the match. I thought I it was pretty it,
1: good. Okay. Well yeah, and then and then we're to unless you have anything else to add, man, it's it's LT, Lawrence Taylor, and Bam Bam Bigelow.
0: Well, we actually cut bent. to, like, so, so so they did actually oh, have a, a, yeah, pro, a oh, promo that. by Sean in the back, too, though, after, yeah, like, and he yeah. immediately kind of got his heat back. It was a fantastic promo, uh, you know. It, you know, I just proved I was the best in the world, and if I have to prove it again, then I will, you know. Uh, but I think that I think that you were right on the money, though. See, to me, I saw that finish differently. I saw that finish, you know, when when he hits the sweet chin music and then the referee's out. It's like the, crowd's, the crowd was kind of pushing and pulling all night. But when it's like the crowd realizes he had him beat clean, the heel right. had the, you know what I'm saying, they had Sean had right. had him beat clean. Then it's like all of a sudden he's not a heel anymore. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, feel like, a, I feel like that yeah. was the moment where he kind of turned – um, and it really, you know, it really kind of catapulted from there. But I yeah, even feel that,
1: like, but he was already so much over. It's almost, like, yeah, but a cool, I'm saying that was like, cool if you, thing, but, yeah, sure.
0: yeah. but if you gauge that promo, like with Nick Toro or whatever in the back earlier, and then you jump to the promo after he's a different Shawn Michaels, you know what right. I'm saying? Like it's a different person. So like, yeah. I yeah. thought that that was, it was cool to notice that too. But yeah, here we are. Main event of WrestleMania 11, man, that feels awkward to say it's Bam Bam Bigelow. Versus Lawrence Taylor. Whew, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you kick it off here, KGCast.
1: Yeah, man. So, LT, legendary football player. He's probably the best uh, linebacker of all time. I mean, he's just up there with the the New York Giants. He's awesome. Um, Pat Patterson, reffing. He's the referee, I think is what you call it when you say reffing. Jesus, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I love seeing Pat. Well, I literally popped when I saw Pat. I started laughing for some reason. Just seeing well, Pat's got to walk these guys through the match. Goofy while he, Pat. That's why. They, you know that's why. It's a exactly, special guest, So he can literally it, talk them through the match. Exactly, dude. That is hilarious, man. LT looks good, man. He starts off stiff. He starts off stiff in this match, man. He's throwing blows. He's he's going at it. It looked very like choreographed. I will say that. But even though... It was choreographed. I mean, it it was. They did a great job. It didn't look like stiffly choreographed. I said stiff with his punches, but it definitely didn't look stiff choreographed. I think they did such a good job, man. I haven't watched this match in so long. I was very impressed. Um, you can tell again, like it, it was. It was obvious. It was. Obviously, they choreographed it, but LT was great, man. Even at his selling, I was very impressed at the selling. Um, I, I can't believe it, but it, it went a little too long. I can't. It went 11 minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah, they gave him the main event, so I guess you have to, you have to at least go 10. I guess so. Open one up, for the work. LT, what? Bam, bam, <laughs> what? My voice is going out, so I can't do that too much. But <laughs> LT gets the win with a flying forearm, which is, you know, to give the win to a non-wrestler over a wrestler. That's huge, man. But so forearm from the second rope, LT still set. Se- let's say this. So I don't ever like a non-wrestler winning over a, a wrestler. It's And, you know, it's pretty ironic that uh, Rowdy Unless Piper. That's David Arquette. Unless it's David Arquette. No, WCW sucks. Um, No, it's it's ironic that Roddy Piper was there because he's one of the most infamous wrestlers who are just against non-wrestlers even stepping into the ring. So the fact that he's there on a night when, for the first time at WrestleMania, a non-wrestler is going to beat a wrestler is just crazy. But I think LT was, you know, like I said uh, uh, twice already, it was very choreographed, but you, I wouldn't have known that. I really wouldn't. I mean, it was. I think LT did a great job. It was short, eleven minutes. It ended up feeling a little too long. It went a little too much there at the end. But I think, like the best part about it, was LT gets the flying forearm. Daniel, he gets the pin. He 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 even thinks. He knows. Nobody's telling him. They probably told him a whole bunch. He lifts the leg. He lifts the leg hard, oh, yeah. puts oh, no, two no. hands on it. He gets the one, two, three, which that means a lot, if you don't know. That means a lot. He drops down the leg and then puts lays on top of Bam Bam afterwards and, and sells slowly it. turn like he takes a, like 30 seconds before he rolls off of Bam Bam and he doesn't get off. And then he takes about six of his guys – to lift him up, and he he keeps selling. He that. doesn't stand up. He's so hurt. So he gave so much respect. I just love yeah. that. The match wasn't great. I'm only gonna give it a C, but most of that C, almost a C plus, just because. I mean, Lawrence Taylor. Every punch, every hit, every everything looks so. Cr- I mean, he was. You could tell Bam Bam said, you know, listen, dude, you gotta hit me. Uh, we can't do this. If you don't hit me. So you got it. Because it would have looked so bad if it was like Carl Malone in WCW. You ever see those stupid matches that Rodman did in WCW? Like, you can't do that. This is WrestleMania. So Lawrence Taylor had that. He literally was swinging and punching dude in the face. And, you know, he was pulling back in time. So he wasn't, you know, really hitting him. But yeah. I mean it was it was good. I, I I commend Lawrence Taylor. Very impressive. I haven't watched that match in a real long time. I mean, why would you go back and watch that? You know, usually right, yeah. but I mean, I recommend watching it. It's very impressive. I just love the ending. Him him literally pinning him and then g- remembering to pull up the leg and holding it so tightly like he's like he's trying to win it and then literally laying there on top of him afterwards, he can't even get up. He just went through a grueling eleven minutes with a WWE superstar. I love it, man. I, I just I loved it c C to a c plus for me on that match. Yeah, okay? yeah, well, I mean okay, so for me it was,
0: I mean, I thought there was a lot of fluff. Honestly, and I thought there was a lot of extra people there. Yeah. I get he's not—I mean, he's not a wrestler, so you need the fluff. I'm right. not necessarily—I'm right. not necessarily saying that's a bad thing, but I feel like um, the over—I feel like WrestleMania 11 was the height of like Vince overusing celebrities in these type of situations. So, I mean, we still have celebrities at WrestleMania and that kind of thing, but they're not as overused as right. they were in this yeah. era. You um, got
1: Johnson, Taylor, Thomas out there playing chess with yeah. Bob Backlund. Come on it, now.
0: I will say, though, that it was pretty hot from the jump, uh, and I have to say, LT looked really good in the open. He sold really well, and I thought those, like, forearm shots that he delivered, it's almost like he had a way of doing it to make it look like a football tackle, like he jerked his hips when mm-hmm. he threw, like, the forearm, so it looked good. I was like, no one throws a forearm like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Because yeah. the thing is, is, like, he's a tall guy, but he always, like, exploded into the forearm, like he's pushing up into you, even though he's taller than you, which is, like, hard to do I guess, but like right. I feel like more people should someone should steal that because it looks friggin' awesome. Like those forearms looked awesome. I'm sure that's because they were stiff. But mm-hmm. like I thought I was thoroughly impressed with that man. Uh, I thought he sold pretty well too, which is very surprising. Um I do really kind of wish they had put him with like a heel razor or something like that. Just somebody that could have worked a little bit more with him. Um not that Bam Bam wasn't great. It's just that Bam Bam was more of a brawler than a worker. And I understand that, obviously, you're working with a guy that isn't a wrestler. But I do think that he was athletic enough that if you had somebody in there, like even a heel Jarrett or a heel Razor or – I don't know why I keep coming back to Razor. But I just – in my mind, I'm feeling like if Razor heel Razor, Razor was here in front of – with LT, I feel like that would have been significantly better um, or maybe even like early Gold Dust here. I don't know maybe we're right before Gold Dust, but um, – but, yeah, I feel like that would have been a good spot, too. I don't know. Again, like, I'm a Bam Bam fan. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, think, I don't think that he's ever been the kind of ring general that's going to lead someone through a match. But I think that if you're working him with a, another great worker, he can deliver a great match. Um, mm-hmm. So, for me, all in all, I thought Taylor did way better than I expected. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, definitely got slow in spots, but it wasn't, like, overbearing. Uh, the suplex spot out of the heat was great, and the crowd popped big for it. Just that one big back suplex that LT gave to Bam Bam. Uh, Bam Bam did kind of botch the moonsault, which I've seen him do a thousand times, and he yeah. did it right. But he kind of botched it that time. Uh, either way, um, just like the majority of the show, it was kind of like a it, it was it was good. It wasn't, but I wasn't like I was kind of like pleasantly surprised, but it wasn't fantastic uh yeah there's lots of cheap sizzle with the celebrities not a whole lot of real stake besides the hbk and diesel match uh, but after that huge forearm from lt he got the win uh, and it kind of has that classic wwf feel good at the end of mania vibe to it um, yeah I gave the match a solid C plus two though, because I, I was I was I was really impressed by LT and his performance. I was kind of surprised that this was his only one off. I think maybe after this yeah. he was like, "Damn, that was harder than I thought it would be," so I don't want to do it again. Yeah, uh, probably. Because I think that he could have, if he would have kept training, he, he could have been a star. He could have been. He, he could have been. He could have been. He was older. And, well, yeah. he was in his early thirties. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. You know, and it was a yeah. different time. You were, we retired from the NFL. If you're 30 in the NFL, you were done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so, different time. But, um, but yeah, man, that's what. What do you think about the show overall?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, dude, it's it, the the theme of this show was booking in a bad way. Pay per view could have been so much better. No title changes. Not a lot of stories leading leading up. A lot of the all the stories, including the main event. Started at WrestleMania Shawn Michaels story started at WrestleMania LT story started at WrestleMania Uh, Undertaker story at WrestleMania and then if it didn't start at WrestleMania then it didn't even have a story Um, I think with all the people they had and all the people they didn't even use you could have booked this a lot better I think this literally this was an F pay-per-view and the person who deserves the F is the booking. Whoever booked this, like they did a terrible job. You, it wasn't. It was the thing that's frustrating is it could have been better with the people they had, and it could have been better with the matches they had. But the finishes were terrible. Uh, DQs, no title changes. Just that's not what people watch WrestleMania for. You watch WrestleMania for somebody to win the world title for the first time. Or, or you know, if not somebody to retain the title and it'd be spectacular. Uh, I just, mm, it, yeah, booking, booking, booking. But that's all I got to say about that.
0: I yeah, know. I think I think I'm kind of in the same boat. I was, uh, I was, I don't think the the WrestleMania failed, uh, but I, it felt like just a pretty good pay-per-view show from 1995. It certainly didn't feel like a WrestleMania to me. Um, maybe a survivor yeah. series or a king of the ring it felt it just felt like I don't even
1: like know
0: a, about that i don't i mean right. or maybe even, maybe even a glorified in your house um but yeah for overall it was it just it kind of left me but i will say those last two matches kind of being where they were right. i wish they had been flipped but it did kind of help bring my spirits up because they were both pretty entertaining to watch uh for one sure. because it was a good match and then another because you had an athletic guy that kind of surprised you with this athletic ability uh but overall yeah that's going to do it for us here with Wrestlemania 11.
1: Man, KG Cast, are you ready for what we have no, on the I'm, horizon? I'm excited. I'm ready. Tell me what we got, Daniel. Wow,
0: okay, so today is May the 7th, and we did cover Wrestlemania 11. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Be sure to follow us on our socials, at kayfab.com, K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. Next week, we will be covering the money in the bank from this year. I don't have any idea what they're going to do with this whole money in the bank at the top of the building thing, but We'll be covering it. That pay-per-view, a new pay-per-view to bring to you guys. I'm pretty excited. KG Cass, what do you think they're gonna do with this Money
1: in the Bank stip? Man, I have no idea. There's, they're using the, the building. I have, I, I, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm definitely. They got me. I haven't watched a lot of the. I don't watch it every time. I'm watching this one. I gotta say yeah. that. I gotta for sure. See, I gotta see what they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a good one for sure. And then on May the 21st, we're going to be bringing you another list because you guys love those episodes. And this one's going to be really fun. It's going to be the top 10 superstars of the future. Now, these can be superstars from either WWE or AEW. Um,
1: Say that again, Daniel. I didn't hear you. The top what? the
0: top 10 superstars of the future that can be okay. either from AEW or from WC or from WWE. Um, you can, whatever, you know, cause I mean, I don't think either company is going anywhere anytime soon. So we're going to have both I've in the future. The
1: top star, the top stars of the future.
0: Yes. The top 10 superstars of the future. All right. Top you are breaking up. I'm sorry. sorry.
1: You are breaking up. So I didn't hear you. So top, top 10 superstars of the future. You said AEW or WWE. Yeah. Jesus, you're making this hard on me. Alright, I'm excited for that.
0: I'm excited for that. And then, rounding, speaking of AEW, rounding out one month of content, we will be covering it. AEW's Double or Nothing from this year. It's probably going to be another empty arena show, but it'll be interesting to see how they do that, um, especially in a pay-per-view setting. Um, I'm sure me and Cass will probably find a way to break break the fourth wall, break kayfabe, and break social distancing. Hey, now. We're not together, but whatever. That'll be time. the end of May. I'm sure by that time will be all reopened and people will start be settling down and everything.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. probably. Not and rounding
0: about. out one month of content as we always do now that we're back in the swing of things, I'm going to take Casey Cass for a ride. I'm so excited to tell you about this one. Uh-oh. So, on June the 4th, We're going to be delivering to you guys. We are going to cover WCW Thunder on April 26th of the year 2000. That is the day that David Arquette won the WCW title. We're going to be covering that show. We're going to watch it from front to back and give you our assessment. It's going to be comedy gold. Really excited about that. Changing cast. How do you feel about this? This is a great lineup. lineup. Yeah, it's a good
1: one. Great lineup. Great freaking lineup. I can't wait. I almost want to do the WCW Thunder one tonight. Let's do it right now. But we'll, <laughs> save it. we'll
0: save it. We'll save it. We'll save it up. Save. Well, thank you guys for joining us one more time. Be sure to follow us on our socials at KfabeCom, K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us how much you love us, how much we suck, whatever. That's gonna do it for me. I am Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer. He is the KG Castlush, and we will see you guys mm-hmm. next week. Peace. Peace.